Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Kaylin Patterson, P4P Real Talk, Midwest Muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world. And if you are a drug-free athlete looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals, like a natural blue ice cream, baby. Check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's chit-chat with Abanta. I am your host, Kayla Patterson. We will have Dez joining us, too. Oh, what a great weekend coming up. We have the Chi-Town Showdown, and we also have the Heart of America in Peoria, Illinois, and Bolingbrook High School, respectively, in Bolingbrook. So, oh, let me get that correct. I said that incorrectly. The Chi-Town Showdown will be at Bolingbrook. The Heart of America will be in East Peoria. Two wonderful promoters. Two wonderful shows. Now, I have a a heartfelt connection to both. Um, Des and I have made it quite clear that we're both saddened that they just happen to fall on the same day in the same month. Um, we definitely like uh, appearing at both. We definitely like uh, cheering on the competitors. And since they both represent the Midwest, it's always a pleasure to get out there and, and see them. So when we have an opportunity to, to uh, meet up together and be people we real talk and Midwest Muscle at the same time, it's always a blessing. But anywho, these shows are top notch, and uh, they've taken, gone to great lengths to take well, good care of the athletes, good care of the audience and attendance, and basically everybody involved. Um, Ravenkowski has said it for a long time that you know these shows aren't easy to do without the people that support them, the expediters, the people that help us, the judges. Any little thing that can mess that that show up happens because of improper planning and everything's put in place and backed up and supported and it's done quite correctly. So when you have that happen, and we had that with the Cal Spring Naturals, we'll also have it again with the, the Shy Town Showdown, and we'll have it also with the Heart of America, and that's done by John Abra- Abraham. These guys do an exceptional job. They work really hard to make sure that the competitors are taken care of and addressed. Um, I think a lot of times, because we hear, uh, my dad used to say, the loudest voice in the room is always the one that's heard first. Uh, Many times they're not heard best. Uh, So so there's always going to be someone that's not happy. There's always going to be someone that's not really pleased with what's happening with the show. There's always going to be someone that feels like uh, they were slighted or disrespected. And, you know, truth be told, I felt that way myself when I was uh, in the heart, in the heat. I'm thinking about the heart of America and the heat of the the competition. I felt uh, very angry about my plaything. I saw pictures later, and I realized that was the furthest thing from the truth. So, you know, we we can say what we want about the shows that come up. 
we can say what we want about being on stage, but we also have to tell the truth to ourselves. And there's something that we either missed or didn't do or didn't present. And a lot of times when it comes to criteria, we didn't do our research. A uh, segue to an upcoming show is that we have uh, someone who didn't do the research on how to, you know, present what they were doing for the drug screening. That will be a very interesting show. We will be speaking live with that individual. So I'll uh, hold off on that, but we will be talking about that. There's a lot of things that happen during a competition. There's a lot of things that happen, you know, pre and post, but we still have to go about our daily lives leading up to it and getting away from it. And some of us have a hard, hard time because we put so much into that prep that uh, unless it's first place, we feel like we didn't accomplish it. And I know this might sound surprising, but some people put so much of their life into it that they really don't even win when they win. And there's an emptiness that they still can't explain. I can explain it because I've been on so many winning teams, so many losing teams, and so many sports that I realized long before the competition that it wasn't the show that was going to make my life. It was all the people and all the moments and all the memories that would come from that presentation or that sport or that game because team has always been a big factor in my life. I come from a big family, so that's what brings me joy is being around happy people and being supportive of each other and finding happy moments in day-to-day events and life. So we're going to be covering all of that on that day and what leads to a, a failed drug screening, uh, some of the water banned substances, and a lot of the people that basically just go into a show with that bucket list mentality never doing the proper research to make sure that they're doing it correctly. I think I have my co-host on now. Des, are you there? I am here. Oh, my goodness. And we are joined by the wondrous one, the, 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 the dominant <laughs> lady. Just had a picture come up on uh, one of my memories, and I was so happy. I mean, it just brought those memories back, what I was just talking about. I knew her backstory. I knew all the work she had done. And I don't know if she was happier or if I was happier when she was crowned uh, the Natural Southern State Champion in the Open Bikini, I think, and Masters as well. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Am, no, I, am I, I right on that? I competed Masters at that show. Okay, you just wanted to win at Open because you had already won in Masters. And, uh, yep. yeah, you had to prove to yourself. Um, I was just speaking to the listeners because someone had uh, uh, messaged me earlier before the show started. Uh, I'm going to butcher your name, so please forgive me. Drimakaya. I hope I'm saying it right. If I'm not, uh, forgive me. But one of the things they asked is with all the competitions, doesn't it get to you when you're not winning on a regular basis? Um, in yeah, in the sporting arena that I've been in, uh, I've played in in grade school and high school. I played I played every sport you could imagine that they would let us allow us to play, and I played in organized sports all through high school and uh, two sports in college football and basketball. 
and then uh, pro sports overseas and basketball. So winning and losing were pretty common. Uh, it felt great to win. It felt horrible to lose. And then sometimes, especially when you start knowing yourself and knowing your team, you know when there's a better team on the court. And many times that doesn't happen to be you. So as far as losing, it's never a comfortable feeling. I'll just say that. It's always interesting what you learn from the loss. And there's going to be some losses where you knew it fell solely on your lap because you didn't do what you needed to. So there's a lot of things that go into that question, but that's just the gist, a short answer. Uh, Des, you want to answer that or from your perspective? You know, I think, you know, I agree with a lot of the things you said. It never feels good to lose because um, nobody ever goes into anything thinking that they're they're going to lose. You might not expect to, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, people say, oh, I didn't expect to win, but some part of you really expects to win. You do, or you hope that you can. You hope that you do because you just don't know. I think the, the other part of that question is just that, um, you know, it is nice to consistently be be to be able to perform well because I think that's just more of a validation. Um, in in to yourself, you just want to know that it's not a fluke. It wasn't a fluke thing, and I don't think that anybody should ever feel like anything was a fluke. If you come in, you did the work, the judges awarded you, then that's the way that it was supposed to turn out. And sometimes it doesn't always turn out the way that we would like. But when it does, um, you know, celebrate that. And if it doesn't turn out the same way the next show, you know, don't take anything away from yourself because you didn't have back-to-back first-place decisions. Because sometimes you're going to be up and sometimes you're going to be down. But the point of the matter is you're still on the stage. And and that in and of itself is, is just the main thing to keep into perspective when it comes to did I win, did I not, did I perform, did I not. Um, because you know if you did your best. And if you did and someone else edged you out, then that's that's just kind of how it is. It doesn't mean your best was any less. It just means on that day the dice didn't roll your way. Exactly. And, you know, it's a life experience. <clears throat> we definitely learn from it. Um for me, I, I was able to share when I was playing overseas, there were two games I had marked every year. I played overseas for five years, and I marked one team twice a year because we had a home and away against, a game against them, and they were the team that I would mark. And my coach was furious because he thought I was basically shaming him because those games we would always lose. We were always going to lose. Uh, two. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Two and a half years. When when I got over there, they were beating us by forty and fifty points. It would be a blowout every single time. And I was like, "What did I step into? I came overseas to get beat like this. This is embarrassing. It's horrendous. You know, the 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 uh, fans of the team would be so merciless." ridiculing us, making jokes, you know, they should be on the court, we should be sitting in the stands. I mean, just everything you can think about. 
And every year I would it's, mark out. It's always easier to think you can do it better when you're not the one who's doing it. <laughs> exactly. And we had to endure it because we were getting our butts spanked. But the one thing I knew is that this team, because of if, if they're so dominant above us and we still have to get out there and we still have to be professional and we still have to play, then either we get better or we get a, get used to this abuse. And my coach came into the locker room one time, and he just happened to see my calendar. No other game was marked, and uh, he was Spanish, so he had some choice words for me. And thankfully I know it, so I was able to respond to him and show him, you know, just what I was preparing for. It wasn't – I wasn't preparing for the loss. I was checking everyone's stats. I was checking everyone's uh, numbers. I was seeing what made them so much a better team than what we had. And what it came down to is they actually played like a team for the whole game. You didn't have people that were stat hunters, uh, people that were basically trying to be glory hounds. And we had great individuals, but we didn't have a team. And because of that, it was costing us, you know, against average mm-hmm. teams, against were equal to us. We, we would always stand out because we had some truly gifted players. But when it came to an actual team that could play and perform on our level, we would be dominated because egos and pride would get in the way. And, and bodybuilding, it would just be saying, if you don't recognize your flaws, then you're always going to be, get beat because of them. And I was relaying this to a person because they were so frustrated because this new movement we were doing caused them to drop the weight significantly less, uh, really exposed a weakness, and other people were watching. Because if you have a trainer with a client, everybody wants to see what they're doing so they can figure it out and get it right. And so there was some shame and some guilt. And I think I had made a, a post about that. Because I said pride is not the opposite of shame, but it's source. And and because of these things, we tend to try to hide away from our flaws instead of looking at them. And like Des was saying, when we're when we're out on stage, <laughs> you're exposed <laughs> in so many ways. You can't hide anything. And the more you nope. try to hide, the more it shows. So uh, losing happens. Long before you get on that stage If you want to think about wins and losses I think this is the only sport Where basically when you're on stage It's like the Pro Bowl If you've done everything you were supposed to The win was already done Before you set foot on stage Uh, The only time that isn't Is when people aren't prepared for their posing And that's something That Des and I harp on And I'm not going to go to that extent this time But the actual win happens long before you set one foot on that stage. So, you know, if if you've done the work, you can look in the mirror and be proud of yourself. If you've had that Twinkie or that uh, hostess ho-ho in between and you you think nobody's looking, uh, someone's going to see it on stage because you can't hide it there. So when I step on stage, either I know I've done everything I could or I'm going on stage with the understanding that I could have done more. And then there's sometimes where you're out there and it's like, well, 
you know, it, it just wasn't my day. Uh, diet, sick, um, you know, we, we have some prepared excuses, and then we had some reality truths. Uh, I, I think we covered that on the last time I stepped on stage with the car incident. Things happen. Uh, but you still do the best you can with what you got. Des? No, and that's the truth. And the thing to think, too, I mean, sometimes you really know. You really know that it just wasn't 100% um, on your end. But sometimes it is just so stinking close and splitting yes. hairs down to the finest wire. I mean, you have that, too. So I don't want, you know, everyone listening to think, well, you know, I, you know, I did everything that I was supposed to do, and I was vigilant about everything, and I still didn't win. Well, if you still didn't win, and you were second, and someone else was first, and it was one point, that was a hard loss one point. And I, there's nothing that I could even really tell you to do to try to beat that scenario, because it was just that close, that hard. Yeah. If you got it, Carolyn, roll with it. I can live with it. I mean, like, if, if, if I, I, I truly love to compete, and I would rather have a second-place one-point loss than a 20-point win because everybody else was just getting on stage because yes. it was a bucket list yes. competition. Yes. I can live yes. with that all day, and I will shake hands with the person. I've done it many times. I've cheered on my competition as people are, are – it, it's not a myth. I mean, this is something that is quite true because I remember uh, I had three messages about the last time uh, Chris Wells was on our show, and they said, oh, you guys were doing that simply because of the show. No, it's not because we did that. I've actually done that. I've I've done that with many. Uh, Mark Mikowski is another one I, I can remember uh, vividly because he was trying so hard and I knew that he wasn't at his best in the posing arena. And I simply wanted him to look good for the family and friends that had come to support him. That's how I think that's what I do. So, you know, and there's many other athletes that do the same thing. I have had people in the audience yelling and screaming only to find out it was a person that I had either competed with in the past or would be competing with on stage in the future. So, you know, that's, that's the arena you step into when you step into the natural athlete. And, and I, I welcome any and all who want to share that bond, that love, and that friendship. So, you know, the win is, is done in the prep, the people that support you, and basically you just thank them by presenting your best on stage. The loss yep. comes in, at the toughest times. Because those are the ones, it's usually a show we want really bad, and we either overdo it or underdo it. Or like that says, you stepped on stage with five buzzsaws, and everybody's ready to win, and it's up to the judges. If you don't like it when you don't get called, but you understand if you don't, because you can't take away from the person standing next to you because they work just as hard or harder. And that's sometimes harder to hear, but it's a truly thing. It's it's truly a thing you have to understand. That's no, I think you got it. All right. I think okay. you got it. Bye, George. I think Kaysen, Kaysen, I can't even say my own name. Kaysen, <laughs> what am I thinking about? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, Caitlin. What are you thinking yes. about? Caitlin, Kaysen, Caden, 
you have do you have something you need to tell us? Oh, I guess so. Maybe it's a Freudian slip. I'm thinking about that cake I get to have after this weekend. That's for sure. <laughs> That's right. Your next competition is coming up. Cinco de Mayo. Well, no. Is is Saturday the 5th? March 4th. March 4th. May 4th. We're not in March. We're past March. <laughs> hey, you, you, you said it wrong. I can, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. Well, at least I was in the right month, but you have the right date. So I guess between the two there of you us, go. we got it. <laughs> we got it. There you go. We got now. it. The Chi-Town Showdown. Kalen Patterson, will he come home with the sword? That is oh, what is I yet to both. be seen. I have high confidence. High confidence. I get those leg poses, <laughs> those glutes rocking and rolling. I hope those bruises are healed up. Yes, uh, the bruises are gone. The bone, it's going to be like that for about another month, what the doctor said. Bone bruising, it doesn't heal quickly, is what I'm learning. Um, I've had it before, yes, and I was asked about this. I've had bone bruising before, but it's something that, thankfully, is not something that happens so often that I remember the duration. So, yeah, and I sure wasn't doing poses with bone bruises. So this is something that's new. Like I said, every prep is different, and uh, we'll we'll see what we'll see. But the kids are going to be involved in that and another chance to get them out of the city and into an atmosphere of basically support, hope, love, and all the positive things that uh, some of them are missing or all of them are missing, let's, let's be honest about it, and uh, just get them away from – uh, the drugs and the violence that they used to and get them into an atmosphere of understanding that they can do better if they get around better people. Um, I'm, I'm really happy with that. They all will also be at Brian McCabe show. So like I said, this is something I thank God that I don't have to give up on them about. They can keep, continue to show up to different gyms, to different uh, people but people that are really moving in the right direction. We might not always agree on each and everything, but we do agree that the children matter, and we do agree that they need to be put in a positive atmosphere in order to grow up positively. Even if it's for just glimpses and moments, they know that people care, and they're not giving up on them. So that's something that really has me excited. Uh, Joe uh, Joe Perez, God bless him, he said, look, the, the day and night tickets, are free. He's not charging a dime for them, uh, for the kids. Bring them on out. Uh, bring the people that are chaperoning them, and and, and they're not going to be charged a dime. So that just blew me away. It, it really uplifts yeah, my heart. Fantastic. I, yes, and uh, they they don't get a free backstage pass because of, you know the changing and everything like that. But they will have chances to take pictures in front of the banners. And basically, that family atmosphere that he set, he's not letting it go. He's going to really, you know, roll out the red carpet for him. And I'm just uh, I'm just ecstatic that, you know, we have people in this sport that will do such things. I mean, Brian McCabe is saying the same thing. And I'm sure if we had him down there with John Abraham, he would be doing the exact same thing and probably feeding them more than they were. So it, it's really nice to have that. It's really nice to see – where uh, things are done in that way. And it's, it's just so nice to know that we're not alone in our thinking 
And, you know, it, it's growing. It's just growing, and the kids hopefully can grow up with the understanding and possibly step on stage one day themselves. That's and there you have it. So, everyone, send some warm fuzzies to all the athletes getting ready for the uh, Chi-Town Showdown and the other trillion shows that are going on May 4th. And, you know, I should have that list in front of me, but I am in a big four truck on my way, <laughs> on my way to you the World Taxidermy Competition. I I, another list. Yeah. A what? From last. Oh, I, I should, and I do, but I can't access it right now. And then that would be for the uh, DeKalb Spring Show. But I know I sent that to you, Kaylin, so I feel like you can probably share that. Not the DeKalb Spring Show, the uh, Josh Miller Show in Kentucky. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yes. But I still sent that to you. So between the two of us, we got that right. So I feel like you can share yes, that. Yes, the two of us. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I am looking so, it up now. While Kayla and is I pulling have, that up, I I, uh, I just want to throw out that I don't know if everyone had a chance, um, and probably not everyone, but several of you may have seen that the uh, NAMBF has a new president, and that is Ryan Irwin. Ryan is no stranger to the uh, natural bodybuilding scene. He's a pro bodybuilder himself and has had a very successful show in Iowa. Uh, for many years, which that show was coming up. I believe it is May 11th, I think, if it's that Saturday before Mother's Day. But, uh, yeah, so that is a a big announcement that was just rolled out uh, just this past weekend. And so we are looking and have been uh, talking with Ryan to get him on the show and uh, maybe John Arnold to come right along with him and just talk to us about the changes in the NANBF. And so uh, hopefully after Ryan's show is uh, complete for this year, we'll be able to do that. Okay. So that is a pretty big announcement. All right. What you got there, sir? The NGA Kentucky Natural Classic was held on April 20th, 2019. Yes. Promoted Josh and Melissa Miller. And from what I hear, it was a nice show, and it went really well. I, I, Josh, uh he, he and Melissa, they, they, they put their hearts into their show, so I love the turnout they get, and I also love the competition and the people on stage. So even if it's not uh, as many on stage as people would like, the level is top-notch, and I, I, I still respect and appreciate that they, they still keep that in mind as well. I'll start with the bro bikini, if that's okay with you, Dan. Yeah, fantastic. Let's roll out with the bikini girls. Oh, so you're going to let me butcher the name, then? Okay. I sure am. It's your turn tonight. <laughs> My chance to do it. This is an NGA presentation. Pro Bikini, open. Lisa Farron got first place. Rosalind Turner got second. Pro Figure, open. And congratulations, Lisa. Pro yes. Figure, open. Lindsay, and here we go. The butchering begins early. Warrior. <laughs> you sound like a uh, uh, like one of those accident scenes in a movie that's in slow motion and everything is. <laughs> but 
but Lindsay, you did I it better so than I did. <laughs> I so sorry. I have tears in my eyes trying to pronounce his name, and I'm I'm not gonna try it again. What woe is me? That's what I would say, but I I'm not gonna make fun of your name. I'm just saying it's really hard to read that last name, so I apologize. Lindsay W. We got first place. Wendy Doran got second, and Nicole Canal got third. Congratulations, Wendy! Congratulations to all the all the ladies involved. Pro and figures, let me matches. say, I've seen, I've seen, um, real quick pictures of the winners of that show, and that pro class was was pretty phenomenal. Pretty phenomenal. I'm I'm pretty jealous of specific body parts of of each of those gals, but shoulders in particular, they looked. They looked really great. A lot of nice size. So congratulations, ladies. Uh, Agreed. Uh, Pro figure, Masters 35 plus. Wendy Duran, who took second in pro figure, took first in Masters 35. And Melanie Michelle took second. Uh, So congratulations, Wendy. Sticking with it. Coming back. Pro men's physique. Douglas Ludman won the Open, and Pro Classic, Pro Classic physique. I say men's physique, and then Classic physique because there is a difference now. Uh, Pro Classic physique Open. Miguel Lopez got first place. William Sharp got second. Pro Men's Bodybuilding Open. Brian Berkland got first. Nick Erickson second. Raymond. Cumberlander, ooh, let me say that again. Cumberlander, Cumberl- yep. There we go. You got uh, third, Ryan Scott, fourth, and Doug Van Dyke. He was given fifth. Uh, I should say he was awarded fifth because he he competed. <laughs> given fifth, and my mistake, my wording. I don't want anybody coming. To- yeah, I'm already getting it, guys. I saw that. I heard myself. I caught it. Okay, there we go. A pro men's bodybuilding 40 plus. Doug Van Dyke got first. Bikini. Oh, now we're going to the amateurs. Bikini A open. Stop it. Stop it. Leave me alone. Sorry. Please continue. Thank you. Bikini now we're the amateurs. Is, that's where we're going. We're starting with the amateurs. Bikini A open. They, oh, Bikini had a lot of glues. So Bikini A and B, okay. So first place went to Lexi Engel. She was the pro card uh, winner. Second, Kristen Howell. Third, Erica Ganong. And please don't kill me for that. Rachel Dowling. And Jill Jack Jaggers was fifth. Bikini B open. Christy Barnett, she won her pro card, and she also won the overall. Tori McVeigh was second. Martha Williams, third. And Elena Carrera was given was fourth. I don't know why I keep saying given. I just don't All know. All right, there you go. And I'm going to assume it's since good. there were just two classes there that they were probably split into bikini tall and bikini short. Yes. And so that's probably the difference between bikini A and B, if anybody was wondering. Uh, well, I appreciate you giving us that information. Thank you, Des. 
<laughs> Bikini Masters, 35 plus. Christy, oh, wow, Christy Barnett. Wow, I, I got to see pictures of her now. Josh, send me pictures. Uh, Christy not only won the Open and the overall, she won the 35 plus and the overall. Uh, Martha Williams took second. Elena Carrera took third. Rachel Dowling took fourth. And Jill Jaggers took fifth. Look at these masters. Women's masters. I know. Check it. Go masters. Go masters. All right. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Please do, because listen to this. Masters 40 to 50 bikini. Christy Barnett. I got to see pictures now. That. Yeah, this woman took everything. She won the open, the thirty-five plus, and the forty to fifty. Holy crap! Uh, (laughs) Elena Carrera got second. Jill Jaggers got third. Wow! Yes. Bikini Masters fifty plus. Tori McVeigh. My goodness, this Masters pass. I, hey, Josh, you got to hook us up. I got to see what this, what's all this all about. In the Open, Tori McVeigh took second. She won the Masters guys, 50 plus. When we, say, when we say in natural bodybuilding, your age doesn't have to dictate your performance. It doesn't. Just listen to what these ladies, these Masters are doing in the bikini division. That's fantastic. That that's amazing. That's really amazing. She won the fifty plus class and she placed second in the open, only to Christy Barnett, who won everything else. Masters women. Nicely done. Boom. Congratulations. That's right. That's right. Wow. Wow. That that's is right. Go, Masters. It's your birthday. Go party like it's your birthday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just don't eat too much cake. You might have another show in the future. (laughs) Yeah, you might. Just one little piece. Just one little piece. A sliver. A sliver. A sliver. Figure. A sliver of cake. A sliver. No frosting. There you go. No frosting on the cake. No frosting. No frosting on the cake. Figure A open. Melanie Michelle, NGA Pro Card winner. Darla Clark got second. Kanisha Roberts, third. Lee Smith, fourth. Amy Everett, fifth. Figure B open. Jessica Hanna. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to say, Kanisha Roberts, I don't know if you remember her Kaylin, but we first saw her in her amateur debut at the Rumble on the River in Davenport, Courtney Miles' debut show. And um, okay. she did, I mean, she did, there was only one figure compared, well, in her initial novice category, and she competed across several, so she did compete against other figure competitors, but she did a really good job. This was her first show, and she had lost a tremendous amount of weight before she had even competed in her first show, and now she's on and moving on to, uh, you know, other locations. I mean, I was surprised to see that she was in Josh's show. The first place I saw her was in Iowa, so she's definitely still sticking with it and moving up through the ranks. So I just had to uh, call that out there. 
I'm I'm trying to look and you... see if I saw any. No, no, I'm I'm just trying to see if I'd seen any pictures. Oh, okay, yes, yes. I know. For a minute there, I thought I lost you, and all these trees were driving through. <laughs> like no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I was, when you said that name, I was like, but I don't think she goes by Kanisha. I no, it's Nish. Shortened the name. Yes, there yep. we go. Yeah, so you threw me for a minute, and I was like, no, my, she's got to be right about it. I, I'm just wrong, but I'm not wrong. It's that she goes by a different nickname. So thank you for that update. Appreciate it. Um, she she is she's gonna be a force because her legs are just phenomenal. And uh, they are. wow, she, yeah, she's gonna be something to behold later on. I mean, she's she's already got the physique now, but I mean, when she gets it all dialed in, it's gonna be something special. Yeah, and, I uh, think if she continues be... to tighten up that conditioning with the size that she already has, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty sick, as in the good way. So there yep. you go. Just listening to our great judge talking. Oh, judge Desiree. <laughs> this is just this is just me as a fan talking. <laughs> yeah, but it's still so that 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 judge verbiage. I love it. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. There we go. And there you have it. Figure B. And open. there you have it. And there it is. First place. I tell with you Jessica what. I tell you what. <laughs> As long as the creek don't rise, we got winners. <laughs> and it is Kentucky, and that, that statement does come from the south. So, yeah, I'm, I'm appropriate in saying it. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, we, we got I don't, uh, I know, I don't know who you're ahead, sticking man. your tongue out, but I know it's not me. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I, I, my, uh, my pronunciation of these names has our listeners laughing at me because I can't. <laughs> Now, this is about as country as you get, and I know you didn't mean to put it, but I'm already looking at it. You can't not laugh at Dez now. <laughs> I agree. Okay, Tobin. <laughs> okay, Tobin. You said it. I'm putting your name out there because you said it. You can't not <laughs> laugh at Dez. Okay. Hey, gotcha. it's a double negative, and we're going to roll with it, all right? Just we're leave Tobin alone. She's, she's in the truck, and she can roll with it. So here we go. <laughs> Jessica Hanna is our NGA pro card and overall for figure. Jessica Arth, A-R-T-H, hopefully I'm saying this correctly. Uh, second, Tabeka Van Dyke, third. Emily Porjinski. Fourth, Maya Fleck, uh, fifth, and Danielle Piles, sixth. I'm almost sweating trying to get through those names. All right. I know. It's tough. It's tough. And you know you don't want to mess it up because you want to give them their due, but it is tough. Yes, it is. It's incredibly hard. So, yeah. Wow, uh, Jessica Arth. You might have done uh, figure. Oh, figure masters thirty-five plus. Jessica Arth won her NGA Pro card in the figure masters. Uh, women's. Oh wow! Here we go. Here we go. Figure masters thirty plus, thirty-five plus. Jessica Arth won her NGA Pro card. Um, Darla Clark. The second, 
Amy Everett, third. Tebeka Van Dyke, fourth. Lee Smith, fifth. Women's physique open. And here's Desiree's dilemma. First place, Jessica Arth. She also won her yes. NGA program. Yes, Melanie, this is a dilemma. Yes. Mm. Mel- Michelle won her MGA Pro Card. So I think that's how they evened it out. I'm not sure. Go ahead, Des. No, I mean, anybody who's been listening just knows I am not a fan of the crossover in between different categories. If you want to cross over within a category all day long, do it. Do it. But between, you know, competing in figure and physique and winning both, I'm not a fan. And that's all I've got to say about that. So anyway, yes. we're ce- we're celebrating the athletes and the winners, so let's go ahead and do that. There you go. So there you won. Won. I saw her name somewhere else. Hold on, let me go back. Figure open. She got second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Figure open. And figure masters plus. And then she won Women's Physique Open. All right. So, boy, that's a tough one. Yeah, we're not going to drill on that. It's, uh, it is what it is. Uh, the Men's Physique had uh, lightweight, medium weight, and heavyweight because uh, they couldn't. Wow, okay, the heavyweight Men's Physique had a, a pretty nice class. Um, men's Physique. Open lightweight. First place went to Gerald Doherty. Second place went to Tristan Barnes. Third place went to Michael Bodie. Men's physique open middleweight. Zachary Turner first. Matthew Dickerson second. Men's physique open heavyweight. First place went to Travis Deal. He won his pro card and the overall. Dayton Colensky. Went to second, William Davis, third, Patrick Piles, uh, fourth, Troy Coop was fifth. Now, if some of these names look familiar, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing either they're married or they're brother sister, because I've seen two Piles and two Van Dykes, and one male and one female. So if that's, kudos that's if you cool, win though, when, couple, when couples compete. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I really retreat, uh, appreciate and respect that. So you know, it's it's always it's always nice to see people that can live together during the best and worst of times. <laughs> yes. 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 Men's physique, masters forty plus. First place is William Davis. Second place, Chris Miller. Third place, Rob Rhodes. Try saying that three times fast. A fourth place went to Troy Coop. Hey, Coop. Appreciate you stepping on stage and getting fourth place, sir. Great job, Coop. Classic physique, open lightweight, <laughs> Tristan Barnes. Quit making fun of me. I got his name right. That's all that matters. Yes, you did. Classic yes, physique. you did. <laughs> Classic physique, open middleweight, Douglas Ludman. Won the pro card and the overall. Uh, he has first place, second place, Josh Scott. 
Third place went to Dylan Stagg. Fourth place, Zachary Turner. Uh, Classic physique heavyweight, uh, Doug Van Dyke. There's another Van Dyke. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, here we are. Um, Classic physique, Masters 40+, plus, Douglas Ludman. At first place, Joey Wayne Scott got second. <laughs> I'm going to get these names right. I, I'm trying. <laughs> Bear with me. Men's bodybuilding open lightweight, Jeremy Shira won the pro card and the overall. Uh, second place, Caleb Norton. Caleb with a C, not a K. Uh, third place went to Tristan Barnes. Men's bodybuilding open middleweight. First place, Josh Scott. Second place, Paul Henning. And why does that name sound familiar? Third place, William Sharp. Men's bodybuilding open heavyweight. First place, Mark Galloway. Second place, Rob Rose. Men's bodybuilding masters 40 plus. First place, Rob Rose. And my buddy... Second place, Troy Coop. So cute. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bikini novice. Chris. Whoa, what? What? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Christy Rack. Uh oh, what happened? Christy Scott, Bikini novice, first place. And now Christy Barnett. She must have been. An exceptional physique. She won everything she competed in. In bikini. And it happened. So she, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. I've coached some women that have done that. It's truly an amazing feeling. And I think the biggest question they have after that is where do I go from here? And we need to have somebody yeah. on stay on the show on the show about that that just won straight out and kept that passion because a lot of times they get more fan boys and girls that jump on the bandwagon and end up derailing all the work that they did for the first show. That would be a nice uh, show to have. Anyway, congratulations, Christy Barnett. Exceptional job. Uh, I would love to see that picture now because that's really piqued my interest. Uh, second place went to Kirsten, Kristen Howe. Third place, Erica Ganon. Fourth place, Rachel Dowling. And fifth place, Jill Jaggers. Congratulations to all you ladies. Uh, Bikini Junior. Uh, first place, Lexi Angle. Uh, figure figure Junior, Jessica Hanna. First. Second place, Maya Fleck. Men's physique, Novice. First place, Travis Deals. Joey Wainscott. Third place, Dayton Kalinsky. Fourth place, Matthew Dickerson. Fifth place, William Davis. Sixth place, Chris Miller. Seventh place, Michael Bodie. And eighth place, Patrick Piles. Big class. Wow. Uh, Men's with Junior. Class. Yeah. Dayton Kalinsky, first. Second place, Michael Bodie. Uh, Men's bodybuilding novice, Josh. Scott, first, Caleb Norton, why does that say 
Not a, not a name. I think I got to start updating uh, on these competitors because a lot of them are stepping on stage a lot this year, and we should uh, respect that. So I, if I'm I'm remembering your name, just know there's a reason it is, but I know you did something, and uh, you got our attention. So congratulations with that. I'll go back. Um, men's bodybuilding novice, first place, Josh Scott, second place, Caleb Norton, third place, Tristan Barnes, fourth place, Mark Galloway. Men's bodybuilding juniors, first place, Caleb Norton, second place, Josh Scott, third place, Tristan Barnes. Caleb Norton went to a seminar, yes, and uh, he looked pretty good in those. That's why I'm thinking about that. Sorry about that, Dad. My brain's just uh, working overdrive. Uh, no, was, that's uh, all right. I'm just I'm just pretty excited that there are so many junior classes. Yes. Pretty much across the board for men and women. So that's fantastic. Yes. They covered the spectrum. Yes, ma'am. Sure did. I tell you what. So Christy Barnett. Wow. Um I hats off to the women's masters. Exceptional job, ladies. And, you know, Dad and I are, are yeah, we're, we're kind of biased because, yeah, we're masters. So it, it's good to see that they haven't given up on themselves or the hard work it takes to to stay healthy. Um, it's it's not easy as you age. There's, there's plenty of more people coming to your life. And with that understanding, there's plenty more uh, objectives plenty more priorities and there's just life itself that can be right in front of you and unless you have a good balance and understanding of yourself anything can derail a prep and I've seen it happen time and time again where they come in with the best understanding of what they want to do and then when the actual prep starts any and everything can derail them because the Game of Thrones happens to be on the grandkids are coming over the dog is barking and it's a little sick. I mean, there's so many things that we can have set before us. Some good, some real, some, you know, basically just with people just don't understand that the prep is really as hard as it is. Um, that was a lady we had two weeks ago that wanted to get ready for an August show. And I, when she said it, I, I remained silent because she wasn't talking to me about being uh, prepared, and I didn't know if she was using drugs or not using drugs. I just knew that she wanted to get ready for an August show, and she was at least uh, 50 pounds overweight, and not stage weight, 50 pounds overweight. And I was just amazed that she thought it would be that fast and that easy to be ready for an August show. And hmm. now that she's, uh, we took her to a couple of the competitions and one of the seminars, the one with Brian McCabe, and, and is what I'm speaking of with the seminar. And then I think the, the veil fell off her eyes and reality set in. So, you know, when you're stepping on stage of the Masters, that's really exceptional to win in that many categories because you still have to pose for each and every one of those. That's yes. not easy. For, yeah, so... I'll pass that to Deb and see what she has to say about that. Well, I don't have a lot more to say other than that. I mean, that is just straight-up muscle fatigue. And there's usually not a lot of time in between each class because they're going to run you. They're going to go generally masters, 
and then it'll be, you know, novice, beginner, op- or beginner, novice, open, um, or and then sometimes masters and last, sometimes it's first, but it's usually bing, 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 one right after the other. So you maybe have one class in between. So if you competed masters and there was just one master's class and then, you know, they're going to have novice and the next thing you know, it's short, open short, and you're short, then you've got to hurry up and go compete in that again too. And it's just, I mean, it's a lot when you're straining every muscle. And sometimes you can be on stage with upwards of 30-plus minutes. Yes. Trying That's to was... showcase everything flawlessly. And, you know, think you think posing is easy, but try – I challenge everyone out there, get in front of a mirror, strike a pose, hold it as tightly as you can, and see how they long would. you make it before fatigue, before fatigue starts to set in. They, they don't get it. Uh, even if we explain it, the understanding is basically of someone basically sitting on the couch saying that it can be done until they actually get out there and do it. So, yeah, you know, um, I've I've made the mistake of of getting out in three classes when I before I had one in a novice class, it was brutal. I I just remember uh, all the good sweet treats that I had waiting for me, and the only thing that was a sweet treat for me was that bed, because I couldn't wait to shower <laughs> and lay down. I was exhausted. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Oh, I didn't want to. It celebrate. is. I, didn't I mean, really, how many athletes will tell you this, that after a competition, they're just as sore as they would be after a workout? Why? Because yes. posing is that physically demanding. And the uh, cow was the one. And I think this one, when Des was talking about getting off stage in quick, quick classes, we had the novice, the open, and the masters, and it was only one class for each. So... It was boom, boom, boom. I was out there twice in less than, oh, my goodness. They they gave us 10 minutes on the first one because we had uh, pretty much cut and dry between first, second, and third, and then the other two. But then uh, the open was harder, so we did even more moving. And I had one minute basically to get everybody on stage, get us off stage, and then get us in order to get us back on stage. So it was one minute in between. And me being sweaty Betty, I was just about out of my tan before we were halfway through the the, the mandatories in the open. It's not as easy as people think. Um, sometimes you can see the athletes shaking, the ones that haven't practiced as much. But when you have the veterans out there and they're starting to fatigue, you, you'll start to shake as well because there's just no more glycogen left in those muscle bellies. So it, it's it's funny when you see that kind of reaction with that many athletes. But it's something that you have to be prepared to do. And you still got to stay right. composed, still got to do the show. I mean, the show must go on, and you still got to do it. So, you know, work hard. With a smile uh, on your face, with a big yeah. smile on your face. And and that's that, that's that you can have that smile as long as you don't put tan on your face because when that starts running into your eyeballs, you won't be doing anything <laughs> but gritting your I don't, and I know people that do it. I did it once. Oh, Never do it again. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop laughing now. You would find joy. You would find joy. 
Oh shoot! Okay, let's carry. Let's carry on. <laughs> well, so again, congratulations, congratulations exactly. to all of the athletes we've been talking about tonight. You guys are phenomenal. <laughs> For yes. real. And I hope that you had spray tan in your eyeballs. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I don't even want to talk about it. And it, it was not Ivy Potter, just just for the record. She knows much better than that. She's <laughs> <laughs> just having too much fun. I think I'm it. just a little. I think I'm just a little delirious right now. I think it's time for a snickerdoodle shout out. Maybe. <laughs> it is time for a snickerdoodle shout out. And and trust me, uh, I I made the mistake of in my prep taking my snickerdoodle jug with me. Uh, for my oatmeal at the gym, and it is now empty. Uh, another thing I'll never do again, because people that said they would hate the, the taste of Snickerdoodle now seem to love it more than anything, and at my own expense. So I won't be doing that again. So Snickerdoodle is my Snickerdoodle. I'm going to be selfish with that from now on. Anytime I'm in prep, I'm here till November. So, yeah, bear with it and make sure that you don't even look for my tub anymore. That's but but what you can do is use discount code Kaylin Patterson or discount code Hazel May, H-A-Z-E-L-M-A-E, and get 15% off at P4PMuscle.com, and you can, uh, you can get your own snickerdoodle since Kaylin is That's no right. longer going to share from now to November. Um, it's gone till November. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here. Snickerdoodle is Kaylin's Snickerfoodle. And on behalf of myself, Kaylin, Snickerdoodle fans everywhere, and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it. With Snickerdoodle.